can put it on in church and, you know, come up in the pulpit, oh, this woman of God, this and that. Okay, that's all good. But outside of the pulpit, how are you defending us as your sister in Christ? And sometimes that comes also as undealt with insecurities within the pulpit because there is a rise among women coming up as we start to find our identity and our purpose. And we want to come together, you know, as body of Christ, because that's what God wants. For us to be world changers as the kingdom of God, that the world sees how divided the body of Christ is. If the world can embrace women, you know, in the secular world that are progressing and, you know, excelling in their lane, then how come the church can accept women who are progressing in ministry? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the World Changers Podcast. I am your host, Alonzo Malvarez, and I am always excited that you have made the conscious decision to join into this podcast. Hey, even if it was an accident and I somehow popped up on your page of recommended podcasts, I'm still excited that you decided to join in into this conversation. The month of, of, of March is here, y'all. We are in the third month of 2021. And if you are alive at this moment, I want you to give yourself a round of applause. I want you to give yourself a pat on the back because you know what? Coming through one whole year of a pandemic of so much social unrest and heaviness of, of all sorts of situations, you're alive and here today. And I want to let you know that the Lord is proud of you. I may not know you, but I'm proud of you for continuing to exist. And I'm just excited for what God has prepared for your future. All month long in the month of March, we are going to be talking about world changing women. Come on. And I'm so excited. And you know, month of, the month of March in general in the United States is the um, you know the celebration of women, um, their contributions, their history, and the ways that they continue to change the world. But here in the World Changers podcast, I really just want to do do this not to follow fashion, but I believe in the woman of God. My life uh, has been tremendously impacted by women of God, and my guest today is one of those impactors who I'm so excited to have today. Uh, the focus of this conversation. We're going we're gonna to focus into the woman of God in ministry. And just to set the tone to, er, to all of my listeners, when we say the woman of God in ministry, we're not isolating this into the woman of God that is a licensed minister or an ordained minister or pastor in a brick and mortar church. Without any further ado, let me just go ahead and introduce my big sister who's been in my life for over 10 years. I was 15 years old when I came into this church and met her for the first time. And we're, we just continue to just stay in contact and I'm just so grateful for her. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to the world and the World Changers podcast, Miss Tiffany Wide. Welcome, Tiffany. Hey, Alonzo. Thank you for the welcome. So glad to be here. Thank you for the invite. Yes. And thank you for accepting the invite because you could have denied it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would have, but <laughs> yeah, I'm really, really grateful for it nonetheless. 
Awesome. So let's go ahead and start off. Feel free to introduce yourself. I can go on a rant and go on um, maybe so many different things of who you are to me, but introduce yourself. Who is Tiffany Wide and the, the different areas that you are contributing to our world? Oh, okay. Let's see. So who is Tiffany White? Well, first and foremost, I am a lover of Jesus Christ. I love God with all my heart, with all my soul. And one of the things about me is that I purpose to um, serve God and show him my love through in every area in my life, wherever I'm serving. So if it's being a mom, which I am a mother as well, you know, I, I have God and my purpose at the forefront of my mind as I am a mother to my son. Um, even being an entrepreneur and an author, purpose is always before me. So, you know, what kind of steers me in the right direction mm. is a lover, just being a lover of God. That's the core of who I am. Yeah. You know? So, um, yeah, outside of that, I'm a mother of one child. I am an author and an entrepreneur. And I'm just really, you know, one that, really lives to please God. I mean, that's who I am. I, I can't, you know, say it any other way. I live to serve and please God. How would you define a world-changing woman? Well, me personally, I would define a world-changing woman by a woman who has resolve within herself. And wow. the reason why I say that is because, you know, in order to change the world, you must first experience change. And mm. so we all have you know, or have gone through some type of challenge, some type of issue. But, you know, how do you deal with that challenge? How do you heal from that challenge? Mm. Because the whole purpose of it is to bring substance to who you are, you know, is to bring uh, a more so your identity and your purpose to, to the platform of who you are. And sometimes, you know, I think about, you know, when God, why does God allow these challenges? Because I've been through a few. <laughs> and why does God allow it? Because I feel like for me personally, I found out more about myself through those challenges, but it's only from submitting to God in the midst of the challenge. Um, and that comes from a humble heart, you know, so you can't be prideful um, and while you're going through something and you expect to change. Because I believe, and we all say this, I mean, it's cliche. I don't like cliches. So I'm not going to say the cliche, but <laughs> you uh, go through things for the benefit of reaching others. It's not for you. I mean, it's for you to be built from it, but you're being built for somebody else's deliverance. So in order to be a world changing woman, you have to be changed and you must be resolved in your change. You go through things to benefit others, oftentimes in our Western society in America, and I know I have global listeners all over the world, um, but one of the most consistent um, mind frames in the American civil civilization is individualism. And so oftentimes we kind of internalize and individualize our experiences as just for me. And so it is so fascinating to me how um, the Gospels and, and, and what you are saying is very consistent where what we go through is not only for ourselves. I, I do believe, and I, and I believe you would agree with me, that there are some elements to which we are refined, where we are built up, but it doesn't just stop at ourselves. It also extends 
to our neighbor, our nation, and the nations around us. And so oftentimes, you know, um, we, 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 we lose that picture and that mindset. And I appreciate your insights on that, Tiffany. Undoubtedly, you know, there are challenges that women in ministry face. And again, we're not just saying ministry between the brick and mortar walls of a church, but in all different spheres of society. Um, what are some of these challenges that you can identify that uh, women face? And how can, so it's a two-part question, I know it's loaded, how can the men of God serve as partners with women of God in the journey to change the world? So I know those loaded, but yeah, yeah, it's it's really loaded, and you know, <laughs> I think my answer is even more loaded. So I don't Come know on. if I get an invite <laughs> after this answer, but let's go ahead and go with it. But I wanted to just piggyback on what you said before regarding to you know being a world changing woman. Um, to change the world, you got to dig deep. You got to dig deep. You got to have your heels and you got to be committed. And um, that what we go through prepares us for that. So it is for us. Uh, what we go through is for us to a certain extent because it prepares us for what's ahead. And not only that, I'm, I'm going to get to the question, but not only that, when we're prepared, um, then you know that God prepares us to also receive. So there's fruit at the other side of that as well. Whether the fruit be, um, you know, you seeing lives change because of it, because that's rewarding for me. I know, you know, seeing people lives changed and impacted based on what I do. That's, you know, a reward for me or whether, you know, God's word manifests where the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the just. If you just being in your job or you're in your career um, arena and what you do in serving others, your boss uh, or whoever, your supervisor, you know, that causes you to get a promotion increase or whatever the case may be. It, it comes from you being prepared in those tough seasons and being able to stand so that you can reap the promotion. So I can go into that, but let's go ahead and go to the next question. <laughs> let's go to this. So a woman, um, what are some challenges that a women in ministry face and how can men of God help and partner? Can, can I can I just clarify my purpose in asking this question? Yes. If that's okay with you? Yes. I oftentimes, and, and listen, we're about to catch, if, if I didn't catch any fire within the last year I've been doing this podcast, I might get it this month. Um, but, <laughs> but oftentimes, I believe that we go under this, what's the word, um, let's say pseudo reality, that number one, ministers are not faced with obstacles, and more specifically, women are not faced with obstacles. Um, and I don't believe that's fair to 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 just um, dance over the issue, to you know go in ministry and and not realize that there are some challenges. Now I am aware that the reason why I know that this will catch fire. Is because what's being what it's about to be what's going to be said is going to ruffle some feathers, right? Yes. Um, there are those that that would be more comfortable in believing that you know we got equality and equity, and you know we live in in a society where it's not where it used to be. 
um, and not acknowledging the societal or civil advancements in the uh, in America that have taken place. Yes, however, I am not going to sit back and believe that everything is just rainbows and unicorns. <laughs> right, <laughs> you will. right. There are some rough patches. So that is my intention asking that question. And and I hope our listeners can can really just not turn themselves off, but be willing, if you haven't already, be willing to open to hear what these challenges are. So yeah, I just I just wanted to clarify for for the for the for the atmosphere out here. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, cool. Well, first, let me say, Alonzo, you are changing the world because wow. to be a world changer, you got to uh, approach and confront those issues that are causing the world to be stagnant and not grow. <laughs> so wow. you're choosing to do that. So thank you for bringing this up. And I just pray that the listeners, they will have open hearts to receive what's about to be said. So first of all, no matter how strong a woman is, every woman wants to feel safe. They want to feel protected. Wow. They want to feel safe. And the, the the issue that I'm seeing as far as a challenge is not, is something that's within the body of Christ. As you already outlined, saying how can men of God come across or come and partner with women. Um, challenges we face is, um, within the body is being taken advantage of, misunderstood, stereotype. Um, most times when you say you're a minister or a pastor as a woman, you're already uh, judged from the other person. You know, they already put their judgments on you, assumptions on you. Um, and where we can kind of come together as one is that if men of God, you know, could come in more so and support us. In those, because it's not comfortable, because there is, you know, scripture that maybe everybody doesn't have clarity on, where um, it talks about a woman being a pastor speaking up. So, you know, it's not comfortable maybe in those settings when when um, you are challenged and saying, well, why are you a pastor? What, what does this? What does the Bible say about that? Or why are you? You know, that type of issue. Um, but even in those in those circumstances and situations. If men of God could stand up and defend us as women so that we can come together, fill the gap, um, then that would support us. I mean, you, you know, I think about it on my own. I'm not saying that every man is like this, but, you know, think about what when's the last time, you know, men is among they're amongst their bodies or even at work. And, you know, there comes a conversation that comes up about women serving in ministry as pastors, leaders, and they're being bashed like When's the last time has a man wow. come up and, you know, defended the woman? So it's not just about because, you know, we can put it on in church and, you know, come up in the pulpit. Oh, this woman of God, this and that. OK, that's all good. But okay. outside of the pulpit, how are you defending us as your sister in Christ? You know, and sometimes that comes also as undealt with insecurities within the pulpit, you know, because there is a rise among women coming up as we start to find our identity and our purpose. And we want to come together, you know, as body of Christ, because that's what God wants. And that's the only way actually for us to be world changers as the kingdom of God, that the world sees how divided the body of Christ is. If the world can embrace women you know, in the secular world that are, are, are progressing and, you know, excelling in their 
Lane, then how come the church can accept women who are progressing in ministry? So um, one way, <laughs> I know I know it's tough, but one way that, you know, men of God can come and support us is that, yeah, outside of the pulpit, how are you providing a safe place for women to serve in ministry? Wow. So we've identified the challenges and there's women of God that are listening, daughters, mothers, leaders, influencers women from various positions in life. What are things that ladies can do now to walk fully in their purpose? This is key. I hope everybody's listening because this, it changed my whole life as far as me walking in purpose, like the level of purpose. Because truth of the matter is, is that you may be walking in a level of purpose now, but it could be nowhere near the potential that you have. So when I accepted this principle, like it, it catapulted me into my purpose all the more. I had an idea before, but now that I, you know, fully embrace this, like I'm starting to see opportunities and different things like never before. So one thing that I would say that would kind of launch them into their purpose so that they can walk into their purpose more fully is to embrace relationships. Embrace relationships. And it may sound simple, but I mean, I just need women to be real right now because like, I don't know if we're embedded with something where, you know, it's not easy for us to really embrace relationships, especially with other women, you know, on the onset, you know, there's always a side eye. There's always some type of skeptical, being skeptical about the person, you know, distrust. And sometimes, you know, that can come from our own baggage, um, uh, not being trusting and for something that happened to us. But you know what, if I could just say this, and I don't want to get too churchy, but that's, you know, sometimes, you know, the enemy comes in and tries to attack us and our identity and our capabilities and potential early on in life and de- and cause us to de- de- develop these behaviors so that, you know, and it, that turns into our lifestyle so that when we do come of age, we have already uh, walked into a lifestyle that says, I don't trust you or a lifestyle that says this and that. So he kind of takes our identity through different incidents and circumstances that in a, at an early age, so that by the time we become of age, we're already comfortable in what we have known all our life. And then we, we rob ourselves of relationships that can really propel us to the next level of our purpose. So what I say to you guys is embrace relationships. Because it's easier to do things as you know how to do it, as you have learned through your own experiences. And that's why I said early on, you know, if you want to be a woman that changes the world, you got to have resolve with who you are. That means past, present and what's to come. So when you have resolve with what you are or who you are, past and present, that that's that determines your healing and you're able to walk more powerfully or let's just say that or with more authority in your purpose as a woman of God because you're solid in who you are 
And because you're solid in who you are, you're able to embrace those that God allows to come into your relationship, your circle, and they can help you take your purpose to the next level. Just think about this. And I'm going to leave you with this. We need people. I mean, name one successful, impactful woman that has done it alone. Successful, the most successful women, they don't do it alone. So embrace relationships. Tiffany, um, I have one more question, but before I get to that, I have to ask you um, in connection to what you mentioned earlier about the resolve. Mm -hmm. I feel as though that there may be someone who's listening and they don't know how to resolve. Yeah. What does that mean? Do I confide in a mentor? Is that therapy? Mm-hmm. So this, you know, moving from theory now into praxis, mm-hmm. how can the woman of God either initiate or start that process of resolve um, so that they can, you know, really get to that, to that place? And is it, is it, is it a, a, a definite place, right? Is it a definite stage in a woman, a woman's life where, bam, I'm finally at resolve. Now we can move on. Or is this a lifelong process? So, you know, the question is more for like, okay, how, how, how do I, okay, how do I do this? Mm-hmm. And is there like mile markers? Is there a definitive, okay, bam, you're resolved. Now you can move on. Or is this a lifelong journey? So, yeah. Yeah. I would say that there will always be progression. Like for me, I'm at resolve within myself um, with a lot of things, but I'm not perfect. There's is always some type of progression. And with every I think you're just like in school, you don't pass a grade or you don't go to the next grade until you pass the one before. You know, you know, these things you have knowledge. So there's always progression. And I think that's the same thing, you know, with us, with having resolve. There's levels to your progression in pursuing your purpose, um, meaning that, yeah, I'm here now. Like, for instance, I um, just entered into this new partnership that is literally stretching me. Like I thought that I had like the knowledge. I was so confident in this position. You know, I'm like, I can do this. But once I got in the position, it was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this, you know? But it was literally a place for me to be stretched all the more so that I can be more developed in my gifts. And also if there was any residue in me from what I thought I would had resolve in so that that can be, I can be healed in that as well. So there's always progression and the thing to get to this resolve or, you know, or just being comfortable in, in your own skin, let's just say that, um, is that number one, you have to be humble enough to know that you're not perfect. And that, you know, if you want to get to, you have these goals and things and that, Say, for instance, you've had them for years and you haven't reached them yet. What's the reason why? Be real enough to yourself and humble enough to accept the fact or whatever God reveals to you. And that's another thing. God is on your side. Holy Spirit is within you. And you have to be humble to heed his advice and his instruction because he will lead you in a way that you he will build you so that you can move in your purpose. So be humble and be open to what Holy Spirit has and ask or has to say, and as he, he leads and guides you and gives you instruction, he will lead you to the people that will help you get resolve. 
He will lead you to the therapist. He will lead you to their mentors. And once he leads you to these people, you have to make a choice to stay committed no matter what, because you're going to want to quit like a thousand times and you may quit in your mind, but may you always have that commitment and say, I won't stop until I see everything that God has for me. And you're going to see that through, you know, you going through the molding process. And that's what I say. You know, I went through the molding process and I'm still going through the molding process. And it's through submission, humility, and being open to what Holy Spirit reveals. And like I said, embracing relationships and um, just being really committed. Committed and loyalty is everything in this process. To all of my listeners around the world, I need you to get connected with Tiffany White. She's going to share the different avenues you can connect with her beyond this episode. And I say without any resentment, any um, regret, any hesitation that I fully endorse the ministry of Tiffany White. She has impacted me as a man, young man, And I know that what she carries, as you can probably tell from the quality of this conversation and discussion, is going to be a benefit to your life, your destiny, your calling, your purpose, and your future. And so as it's been shared, this is not just theory. She's not sharing something that she has learned from the ivory towers of higher learning institutions. This is something that she has experienced and walked through. And although we are not able to unpack that today, I highly encourage you all to connect with her in the way and the avenues that she's going to share after this. But Tiffany, Mm -hmm. my final question that I want to um, present to you is that to all the world-changing women that are listening right now, what encouragement can you give to these incredible women? Yes. The encouragement that I give to you today is that you are enough. Keep on going. Don't give up. And when you make vows and promises to God and yourself, keep them. Do what you must do to keep them. You know, because that's one thing that the enemy will want to take from you. Because you know, at the moment that you make that vow, like it's very real to you, you know, that you want to accomplish this, that you want to do that, or God has shown you something in a dream and you made a vow. Don't give up on it. Like all the dreams that you had, you know, sometimes, especially strong women, we can get caught up in the serving others, which is good because I'm always a servant. I will be a servant. But there are also things within you that you can also pursue those dreams that you had on the inside of you. Pursue them at all costs because attached to those dreams are things that are going to make differences in the lives of others. So all that that you believe in what God has created you to be. You know, we hear, you know, you're fearfully and wonderfully made and you are. And you have so much on the inside of you that is ready to that is God is either preparing to be released or is ready to be released. So don't give up on you. Continue to you know pursue after God, and as you pursue after Him, then He will open up the door so that you can live out your dreams. Those private conversations with God are going to become public. Tiffany, it has been an absolute pleasure having you here 
on the World Changers podcast. Thank you for your contributions, not only to us as a global community, but to the world around, um, you know, the world around and your local community here, to your son who um, is part of the rising next generations of influencers and leaders um, before the Lord's coming and his return. And so thank you so much for contributing. Uh, Tiffany, how can we stay connected to you and what you're doing. Um, feel free to let the people know. <laughs> okay. You can stay connected. Uh, probably the best way is by either my website or Instagram. You can also connect with me on Facebook, but website and Instagram, most definitely. Um, my website is simplytiffany.net, simplytiffany.net. Um, sign up for the mailing list is free. And then you, you can also check out uh, the merchandise that I have there uh, in release of my newest book, which is a must. <laughs> so uh, yeah, go to my website. And then also you can connect with me on Instagram. And my handle is at I am simply Tiffany. I am simply Tiffany. Then on Facebook, um, Tiffany White, you can search for me. To all of our incredible world changers, particularly on this month, our world-changing women, I leave you with the scripture that Tiffany has shared with us on today. Psalms 139 verse 14. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full and well. To every woman of God, no matter where you are, no matter what position you find yourself, the Lord has intricately designed you for a purpose. It doesn't matter what you may feel as imperfections or others may feel as imperfections to your life. The Lord, the greatest creator, the greatest designer, the greatest architect designed you and you have a purpose to live on. So continue to get up, get out, You've listened to the World Changers podcast. You guys go out and continue to change the world. God bless. We'll see you next time.